0: Hi, I'm John Mart. I'm here today with Mike Cappuccio, owner of NETR, a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts. Welcome Mike.
1: Good morning John, how
0: are you? Good thanks. And today also with us is Ken Castle, Senior Regional Sales Manager at LG Air Conditioning Technology. Welcome Ken. Hey, good morning. So today we're talking about ductless and energy efficiency trends in 2021. So, uh, Mike, let's start with you. I I understand that uh, there's sort of been a push lately to ban natural gas. uh, And there's a coalition of of towns in Massachusetts that are pushing electricity for the heating of homes and buildings in in Massachusetts. Can you tell us a a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure, John. This there's been a lot going on in the past five years, five actually five to ten years when we look at this this, but the last five years, this has really become a, a hot topic in Massachusetts. I actually just saw uh, about a week or so ago that the governor had vetoed seventeen towns and cities to, you know, on their zero carbon neutral footprints of what they want to achieve in electrifying their towns. So, um, I mean this this is going to roll into heating and cooling and everything that we do probably more so even heating than cooling right now is how we're moving forward but I mean I've just seen this evolution revolving in the past 5 years just with the heat smart programs we've been in and the solarize plus programs that we've been in with our towns of you know different towns that are that are joining in and and the towns, you know, they they are basically all going to the to the green footprints is what they're doing, and you know that's why we, we've we've brought Ken on today um, from LG Air Conditioning Technologies to talk about this with us because um, there's a lot of things that are changing in in their product line, especially they've got things that are out now, and um, there are there are two or three other things that are coming. So I'm going to bring Ken on and um, have him start to talk about what. What his product line can bring to this coalition of what we're trying to get accomplished. So, good morning, Ken.
2: Hey, thanks, Mike and John. Appreciate uh, having me on today. You know, there's nothing that makes me happier to talk about uh, than you know the innovative technology of of greening uh, the air and utilizing uh, known technologies that we've all done so well with over the last. 20 plus years of, of providing a super high efficiency option for air conditioning for heating uh, with the inverter compression uh, vapor compression systems like uh, we have all been utilizing lately. But you know the the bigger scheme is the the, the thing that we're seeing on the horizon. It's not just in Massachusetts. It's, it's it's in you know it's federally in the United States. It's it's globally. It's in All kinds of countries in the East is, is, in the West is to be able to strategically electrify the heating and cooling uh, requirements for the, for a home and business. And what, what the the goal there is, is basically to stop burning and and introducing carbon into the air that might stop burning fossil fuels as generating electricity and, and heating and cooking and everything else in a home and a business. And, you know, as LG being an innovator as they are, they're on the forefront of taking the technology that they've already refined and bringing it into new opportunities. And, you know, it's interesting, I've done some other meetings in the past where we're talking about Energy Star comments and federal government comments and Sierra Club comments. I mean, anywhere from 30 to 50% of a home's residential houses heating it, hot water and cooking, that creates 50% of the generated carbon that goes into the air up the chimney. So if we've already got a product line that can, or a product uh, innovation that can bring the reduction to hot water we're, in cooking, electrified cooking through inverters, we're actually saving a, a, a ton of dough to the consumer, but we're also saving saving the environment and we're allowing uh, a, a greener approach. So what Mike, what you and I were talking about is, you know, being able to, to speak to, what is available today that LG's introduced in the last year and what's coming because the hot water side of the equation, whether it be for your domestic requirements, for your home washing, hand washing, bathing needs and things like that, or generally to make hot water that would go into traditional boiler approach where we can do this without having to go to fossil fuels. We don't have to worry about bulk fuel deliveries from oil. We don't have to worry about propane tanks running out. We don't have to worry about concerns related to gas and explosive combustion devices inside the home. So, you know, that's what I'd like to talk about today.
1: Yeah, because one of the things that we see, Ken, is when we go out to a home and, you know, our products that we've been installing for the past few years, you know, the the past 20 years, I'm going to say, you know, they're all good. It's been more of an air conditioning thing, I'm going to say, over the past 15 years. But now the past five years is heating, And we're doing a lot of homes now that – they require heating, and they want to heat from the air source heat pump, but the topic always comes up, well, how am I going to make my hot water? You know, what do I do with my hot water? Do I electrify my hot water? Do I leave my oil? We just finished a house in, in Arlington that they actually left the oil boiler in to heat the hot water, and as you were saying this, I was listening to and I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, where's all the carbon going? It's going up the chimney to, to just heat the hot water, just all they left was an oil boiler in there just to heat the hot water and you know there's there's got to be new innovations that are coming up to help this because th- this building trend is going to this i mean we're all seeing it now so tell us what you're doing what 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 what's out there yeah. what, what are we looking at where where are we going and what are we doing
2: yeah well we're, t- we're taking steps to to uh bring product into the marketplace because you know we have to we have to assure that the product that we introduce is Technically capable of being installed and serviced by by the professionals in the trade. So we're kind of taking our initial steps. We launched last year what, what's known as the HydroKit. Kit, and the HydroKit Kit is a device that works alongside of and with the the mini split type technology. So it's a, it's an addition. Think of it this way, okay? You've got a multi zone outdoor unit that serves air conditioning heating requirements for inside the space, right? You've got you know one to one systems or you got systems out there that you guys install regularly that go up to eight zones inside of a house right well think of taking one of those zones right take take one of those zones out and in place of one of those zones or in addition to the zones that already serve the heating and cooling inside the home we add this other device that takes that same refrigerant from the outdoors from the compressor and actually puts it into a heat exchanger that makes hot water so get a little box that's like 24 inches tall, you know, 20 inches wide, 13 inches deep. So it's a small, compact little box that takes that refrigerant. Instead of directing it into an evaporator that sits on the wall, like a ductless head, it actually would take 42,000 BTUs of the outdoor capability and put it right into hot water. So that's plumped wow. into an existing tank that's inside the home or business to, you know, either preheat or frankly, in, in a lot of ways, could be the sole source of of a hot water uh, requirement for the residential application. So it's it's designed for residential. Yeah, we have a commercial version, too, that's almost 100,000 BTUs, but this model being 42,000 BTUs actually equates to the same amount of heat that a typical residential tank water heater requires to make that water hot.
1: Wow, that's very interesting. So you're also saying we can heat the home with the hot water with this through the baseboards by putting that hot water into a tank and circulating it?
2: Yeah, yeah, we've got, uh, this, so again, this product, we just launched this, uh, received the, the, a couple of, of really strong engineering and product innovation awards, uh, one being our biggest, uh, industry, uh, group, which is the air conditioning, heating, and refrigeration institute, HRI. So at the HR show last year, uh, in 2020, uh, we received the innovative product of the year for, for the hot water space. Wow. And yeah, what we can do with that is not only make domestic hot water and draw for your bathing and cooking and cleaning needs, but we can actually dedicate that water or a portion of that water to actually go into the home heating system, either as a boiler preheated water out of a tank, so you can we can provide what we call lift. So we can take that municipal or well water temperature, which is going to be you know upper 40 degrees into low 50 degrees typically in the middle of the winter time. We can actually drive that temperature up all the way up to 120, 122 degrees and, and over, um, over a, a, a rotation of, of the heat exchange and get that temperature up in, in a very effective way. Because when we, when we make the hot water in the summertime, for instance, we can actually provide um, you know, the heat for free because if you think what an air conditioning unit does is it takes the heat out of the air and rejects it to the outside through the copper. Uh, tubes in the side of your house and through the coil and the fan assembly rejects that. You know, you walk by your air conditioning unit in the summertime and in the backyard, it's hot, right? It's a hotter yes. air temperature. Well, uh-huh. instead of having that heat thrown outside, we're keeping it inside the building and we're not wasting the energy to move it outside. We're actually putting it into the hot yeah. water. But con- conversely, on the, in the wintertime, we can st- we can take that free heat that's in the air already and that's where we're getting our heated air for our ductless uh, heating systems, Right. Yes. Uh, we can actually take take that air, you know, take 10 degrees or so of that temperature outside air, and put it into and magnify it through the vapor system, uh, the compressors pre- compression system to actually make the hot water for uh, yeah. home heating applications.
1: Yep. So we can actually, like you're saying, instead of putting that heat outside in the summer times, we can take that heat that we would put outside and put it into the hot water. And use it to heat the water in the home. To use it for the things that we need inside the home at that point in time.
2: Yeah, it's really cool because because you're, yeah. one of these one of these electrifications is free, right? Are we are we yes. paying to make the air conditioning? Or are we mm-hmm. paying to make the hot water? But if you look at it from that perspective, one of them is free. And yes. again, a home home uh, home water uh, cost for heating home water, without just the domestic hot water that the stuff we use to bathe and clean is up to 30% of our whole energy consumption in the, in the home anyway. So if I figure it that way, I'm going to run my air conditioner in the summertime, I can provide, theoretically, free hot water for half of the year and cut my electric bill down that much more again just by adding this component in part of the pre-design of adding a ductless system into the home.
1: Yeah, yeah. so it's almost like we can, when we go out and we meet with a homeowner, it's it, it's it's like adding another indoor unit, but it's not an indoor unit. It's It's the box that's going to, the heat exchanger for the hot water so we're we're basically putting that onto the branch box that would go inside the home at that point and it would be i, I think if we explained it more to a homeowner is is it's basically another indoor unit that would require forty two thousand btus to run off of the outdoor unit and and i wouldn't think it would need as many btus in the summertime because we wouldn't be utilizing as much of that hot water because we could probably heat it quicker Is what's your thought on that
2: Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. The heat transfer characteristics, you know, it's much easier to take heat from hotter air temperatures than it does cold, but you know, this system, regardless, uh, it continues to run to well below zero. Uh, the units that you would typically connect to this, the outdoor sections, uh, yeah. all design are all designed for energy star, uh, r- r- uh, design and they're also all work to minus 13 degrees Fahrenheit, continuous operation. So anywhere in the, in the greater Boston or, or, um, uh, coastal Massachusetts area, you, you're never going to see a temperature below minus 13, and therefore no. we can continue to, to rely on that system uh, yeah, I yeah, think all, I, real, all year round.
1: I think our design temps in Boston are probably around 12 degrees, I think, 10 to 12 degrees, maybe somewhere in that area, out in the suburbs, maybe 4 to 7, depending on where you actually are. So that's really cool. So what what's the what are the the, the other options? That, that That's what's available today, but w- w- what's coming down the pike now? I mean, some things are going to be changing. Obviously, I mean,
2: yeah, you know, LG is so much into the electric electrified products. Uh, I mean, we, we are electronics LG Electronics a company, so we've been making uh, inverter compressors for for decades now. Uh, but you know, we're into um, solar. We're one of the largest photovoltaic solar manufacturers built right here in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, but you know, the, the part of the emerging technologies group of our company is to build systems that are ecosystems inside the home. So I could have a photovoltaic on the roof, making solar, taking that free energy from the sun, and then I can put that into a battery storage system. You'll see as consumers start seeing these battery systems being installed in basements or in homes uh, in lieu of, and in addition to, uh, to support the energy, uh, the electric utilities, to be able to draw from them, there's a, basically an electric bank uh, uh, that could be available um, that's the big picture but how do we apply things into that right so the next mode for us on the water heating side is we have produced and have engineered samples in the United States and ready to ready to launch uh, sometime very soon this, this summer a water heater product which is traditionally looking it's a tanked 58 gallon hot water tank that you would see in a traditional home uh, instead of having just electric elements in it, it's got an inverter heat pump that sits on top, if you can visualize, on top of the, the tank itself. And it simply wires and plums into the home's electric and water systems, just like any other water heater would. But it gets to take advantage of that same inverter compressor that served us so well that we've been able to fine-tune to give us heat at any temperature in, in, in our trade area, in our installation area. Now we can make Take advantage of that variable speed component or that inverter compressor that you always talk about, Mike. We yes. can get that and put in, and get all the benefit of that. We can put that into hot water. And think about it. Okay. You know, one of the issues with hot water is it takes so long to get a tank of water hot again if you're Correct. running just yeah. a simple electric water heater. You've got that boiler you were talking about. It's already yeah. churning and burning fuel. It's yep. Taking a lot of heat, energy, and it can water make that water back. Yeah. It can make that hot water fast, right? Yeah. Well, when I take that boiler out because we think electrified products for heating and cooling are great, now i don't, now I got this water heating need, and what do I do with it? Do I fulfill it with a, a traditional electric water heater? Everybody knows that's the least efficient way to heat water is exactly, to have yeah. an
1: electric alum. Electric, right? stripping. Yeah, electric strip in the hot water heater. So this is what we call an air source heat pump water heater but it's an inverter driven one because most of the ones that I've seen in the market today are just a strict heat pump water heater with no inverter driven system with backup heat in it so this is a much more efficient way to heat water with an inverter driven compressor on it where a lot of those other ones just have the on-off compressors basically like an on-off window unit am I correct by saying that oh
2: yeah 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 you know and, and listen I'm a great example of, of, of what to, what we can learn here right I, you know I, I purchased a house in Connecticut back seven years ago, and it had an old, inefficient boiler in it. And of course, me working for the air conditioning group, I decided to disable and disconnect and remove the boiler from the home, take out all the baseboard, and put it, put the multi-zone uh, LG inverter air source heating and cooling units in, throughout the house. You know, my electric bills stayed about the same, went up a little bit, but certainly when you take into consideration how much oil I didn't buy during the last six years and how good that was for the environment and how decent it was for my electric bill it was fantastic. But what was my water heating requirement? My water heating requirement doesn't change. I can make that house as efficient as possible, make that inverter heat pump do everything I want it to do to heat and cool the space at the lowest cost possible, but I still have as much hot water need as I ever did before, right? Yeah. So I went out and purchased one of the heat pump water heaters that were available seven years ago, which is a non-variable speed from another manufacturer, there's a few other manufacturers in the States, because they are being mandated into uh, use for the U.S., to mandate out just straight electric devices. But, Mike, that thing threw out so much cold air in my basement in the, in the wintertime. It threw out uh, so much noise that I could hear it two, yeah, stories, two stories up into my bedroom in yeah. my basement. You know, it was just crazy, but it was the best way I could make hot water at the time. Exactly. So we're taking all that stuff that we get out of the multi and mini splits and put it into that are inverter you, variable. Well, that means that... You know, think about the recovery. That when I'm talking about. That is, you know, how quickly can I take that tank of water from municipal water temperature 50 degrees and get it up to the 120 that I want out of my tap?
1: Yeah, that's. I get a big to difference. go
2: into the yeah the power mode, get that inverter spinning very quickly, and it'll ramp up very fast. It'll make transfer that heat very quickly into that into that water
1: and then slow down but so yeah that was one of the things i've heard people say that they put air source heat pump water heaters in their home they're loud but so what we're talking about here is is with the solar it's going to go into a battery in your home like a big battery bank that would be in the home and then these devices would then run off of solar batteries that could produce the hot water from the sun really
2: on the electric side yeah yeah Yeah. you know it's a smart system so we are marketing this around the world. We're waiting on a little more legislation to be favorable to to uh-huh. to support this from a financial, you know, perspective. Because yeah. you know, uh-huh. rebating is is a is a big part of, of you know what we bring to uh, yeah. you know how how we bring our products to market is utilizing yeah. the feds and the states to provide exactly. these these rebates yeah. for us. But that's the that's the future. So yeah. what, so we have this tank tank water heater product that's super quiet, coming out very soon, uh, and so we're. And it's, by the way, it's really pretty, right? So around the world, LG sells products in every, every country in the world. And, you know, typically around the world, it, you would have your water heating device in, this, in your living space. You know, it might be in a, in a closet in your kitchen, maybe a closet that doesn't even have a door. So if you look at, you know, like an LG refrigerator with a, with a glass door and, a, you know, the, the beautiful looking you know, washer and dryer appliances, and aesthetics are so important. So this thing is really pretty. It's actually, it's got the, the, the graphite gray, to it it's got digital panels on it and as part of what we do on the air conditioning side it also has that Wi-Fi capability with a think you platform so you can literally be on vacation and say hey I'm coming home in two days or I'm coming home early so bring that water temperature up from 60 degrees where it typically will fall back to when it's in vacation mode and and have it ready for you when you come home so you don't have to rely upon it to be heating water when you're not going to use it.
1: Who, Who would ever think about making a hot water heater pretty I I, I think of a a water heater that's in my basement. That's uh, I'm thinking of my own basement now. I've got a I've got a 75 gallon Bradford White hot water heater in my basement that runs on natural gas and it power vents outside and it and it's in my storage room. And I look at it. It's just it's a it's a big ugly 75 gallon tank.
0: All right. So, Ken, we've talked about air source uh, hot water heaters, and we've talked about solar energy and and, and using that with battery storage systems, et cetera. I know there was one other thing that you wanted to talk to us about, uh, something that LG is, is coming out with. What, what is that?
2: Yeah. It, thanks, John. The it's so exciting. Uh, I've been in this industry for a long time, and be able to see the technology come to market is just great because it was a long time. Years ago, where we didn't seem a lot of see a lot of innovation in the heating and HVAC heating, ventilation, space for the home. But what's happening now globally, and soon to come to the United States. In fact, there's some emerging products that are already coming into the states as we speak right now. But it was it's it's a product that actually, unlike uh, uh, making comfort heating and cooling, you know, air conditioning, it's actually a dedicated heating device that takes the heat from the outside air, directly moves it straight into the water system in the home, okay? So this is in Europe, for instance, it's uh, the the British government, uh, the UK has mandated all fossil fuels to be out of homes for boiler heating. And that's, you know, that's what we do in New England, right? We we use a lot of hydronic boiler homes. Well, so did the UK, okay? Less on air conditioning, more on the hydronic heated home with the boiler. So we had to develop a product quickly that could meet that need. And we've got, uh, we're the leading producer this style product in the UK today and actually we've already brought some test samples for operating purposes here into the, into the northeast United States. We've got uh, multiple systems up and running. What it is is the outdoor unit looks like a multi or mini split inverter heating and cooling system but it simply has either a direct coupled water pipe to the outdoor unit so I don't bring any refrigerants into the home. I'm literally using the outdoor unit as the heat exchanger I'm taking that free air that's always available in the outdoor temperatures, no matter what temperature it is outside, and I'm converting that into a heat exchanger, into a fluid, and then either into a, in, in typical in the northern markets, in the northern climates would be a heat exchange fluid, like a glycol or something like that, where we're bringing that material back, in, that liquid back into the home, and it goes into a tank. And from that tank, it actually can be used for directly coupled to a baseboard system, or if you had a fan coil system where you were actually taking that hot water, putting it into a blower, so you can actually ventilate the space with it, and that's called the ThermoV in Europe. I'm not sure if LG, when we re- release this product in the States, if that's what we'll call it here. But there's some there's some quick searches people can do on that product to see what it does. So we're making we're making water temperatures all the way up to 165 degrees. Wow! So that means that. Yeah, I mean, think about it, Mike. That's, that's, is, a that's, that's, H-
1: that's all in one unit that's going to be outside, and you'd run a loop into the house to do what you need to do at that point. So you could run chill oh. basically going to run chilled water coils in the house, correct?
2: You could, you could, yep. yep. So you could do a wave yep.
1: yep. system, ductless system. You could do a lot of different things off of this.
2: Yeah, it's so modular in its approach, right? We have, we have a, a, a two-part system where we have the single system, so a single system is called a model block, and that's where the one I was talking about, where we're just circulating the glycol uh, into the out, through the outdoor wall of your home and back into the building. Very safe, very, you know, uh, it, that sealed outdoor unit never actually has to be opened up the refrigeration circuit. It's just like a refrigerator. You never tap into that, so you don't have to worry about, you know, refrigerant refrigerants wow. and things like yeah. that. But we also have split systems. So depending on the application, where these are the units we've actually are operating testing in people's homes currently in in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, where we actually have, we take that hot refrigerant gas and bring it into the home. Instead of water lines to the outside, we actually take, just like it would look like if it was a mini or multi-split that we sell today for cooling, we're bringing those refrigerant pipes into the building, but they go directly into another small box. Kind of like that hydro kit we were talking about the hydro before. Kit, yeah, kind of like that. Okay? okay, but it's take now it's transferring refrigerant, to, you know, hot refrigerant into another system that makes a booster. So it's like, oh, you know, in the refrigeration business they call it cascade. So you got one system making a certain amount of the the temperature, and then you got another system the that system making the rest system. of it.
1: Exactly. When you look back at this, I mean, I'm going to roll the clock back 20 years ago when I got into selling air source heat pumps. I mean, this is this was pretty much a unit that you would put in a sunroom or an addition and, you know, was really used for air conditioning. The heat pumps really didn't heat that good when it was cold out. They were, they were more of just like a, you know, it was, it was a system that you just put in for air conditioning, a little supplemental heat. Boy, when you fast forward this clock to 2021 and and we've look at where this industry has come in the in the innovations of what's happened is just – I mean, I, I agree with you, Ken. I mean, you think about it, a boiler and a hot water heater and, you know, a furnace. There really wasn't a lot of things that changed in our industry for a long time. But, boy, with these inverter-driven systems and these products that are coming into the United States now from LG Technologies is, is fascinating. It's just – it's amazing. You know, a, a fancy looking hot water heater, a hot water heater that can be run off of your esOS heat pump, you know, PV batteries and solar and you know, Wi-Fi. It's just it's it's so good to see that that people are changing the way that we do things versus how we did things forever. You know, so I think it's going to be a lot of good changes. We get those 17 towns and get the governor to sign off it of here in Massachusetts. I think we're going to see a lot of changes coming up. So it's, it's a good thing to hear. It really is.
2: Yeah. We, we, we all need to prepare for the future. Um, and, and that's what I'm so, I'm so proud and excited to work for, for this company now for 10 years, LG and being an innovator. I mean, one of the things that they've always talked about is innovate and think about what people will need before they know they need it. And
1: why
2: process. not? Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. Why, process, so yeah why not? Why not have a, 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 a aesthetically, uh, pleasing water heater tank. Why does it have to look like it did? Right?
0: So it changes Relax. everything, changes yeah. the mindset.
2: So yeah. That's
1: all great information. So
0: All right. Yeah, well thanks again to both of you. It's really interesting and educational information. Ken Castle, thank you.
2: Oh you're nice welcome check. John.
0: And Mike, thanks nice. again and great to talk to you nice
1: chat guys that was so so much fun i really enjoyed it thank you guys have a great day
0: great you too mike and for more information visit the netr website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR that's 781-933-6387